0: We thank the Lord for Henry. Amen. Thank you, Henry, for all you do. God bless you. All right. If you have your Bibles, find your place. Luke chapter number eight. Good to see all of you this morning. May the Lord bless you. I'm Pastor Mike. If you're a guest with us today, please let us know. Brother Ryan mentioned earlier, please let us know if you're with us and we can do anything for you. If you'll give us information about you, we'd love to uh, speak with you and good, uh, good morning at our 1030 time together. We begin today to talk about, we'll be in the We'll be in the Gospel of Luke for some time and uh, the days ahead, Lord willing, and we'll be talking about a very important important topic. At first, it might seem not so significant, but um, the vast majority of Luke's Gospel is tied to the everyday stories of Jesus. These are called parables. I, I choose to use the phrase everyday stories because that's what they are. However, in these everyday stories, we discover the great spiritual truths that the Lord Jesus would like for us to know, and he was sharing them with all of those who were coming along the way with him while he was here on the earth. So we'll be looking at Luke's gospel, but walking through some of these stories together, and my prayer is that they will be a blessing to you. Today we begin in Luke chapter number 8. So let's read Luke chapter number eight, and we'll read these verses together, then we'll make some comments about them and uh, move along our way. Soon afterwards, Luke chapter eight, verse one, soon afterwards, he began going around that is he was the Lord Jesus. Soon afterwards, the Lord Jesus began going around from one city and village to another proclaiming and and preaching the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him, the 12 apostles, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses, Mary, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Susa, Herod's uh, steward, and Susanna, and many others who were continuing um, their support out of their own private means." When a large crowd was coming together, verse 4, and those from the various cities were journeying to him, he, that is the Lord Jesus, spoke by way of a parable, an everyday story. Now we hear the story. The sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell beside the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky soil, and as soon as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it out. Other seed fell into the good soil and grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great as he said these things he would call out he who has ears to hear let him hear he who has ears to hear let him hear he who has ears to hear let him hear his disciples began questioning him as to what this parable meant and he said to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest, it is in parables. So that seeing they may not see, hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those beside the road are those who have heard, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, so that they will not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky soil are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no firm root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. The seed which fell among the thorns, these are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches, and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to maturity, but the seed in the good soil. These are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart, and hold it fast, and bear fruit with perseverance. Now no one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a container, or puts it under a bed, But he puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. So take care how you listen. For whoever has to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have even what he thinks he has shall be taken away from him. And his mother and brothers uh, came to him, and they were unable to get into him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside wishing to see you. But he answered and said to them, my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Heavenly Father, now we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the seed of the Word of God. Now may we hear it. Now may we respond to it. We have all come today in various conditions. Some of us like the roadway. Some of us like the rocky ground. Some of us filled with worries and cares and attention to... Other things, not spiritual things, but some, the ground is ready. The heart and mind are prepared to hear the Word of God. We thank you for your grace and mercy to us in Jesus Christ, who is our teacher, and the Holy Spirit is the one who instructs us in spiritual truth and gives us spiritual understanding. How grateful we are, those of us who are children of God today, that we can know your truth and that we can have understanding of your truth and grow in our understanding of your truth. We pray that you would bless uh, the families who have stepped forward in Tennessee as we've been hearing the news to be foster parents. How we thank you for that. We pray that that number will continue to increase. Help us as a church in the days ahead as we consider what we do to help with these dear children and these orphans and their condition. There are many things we can do. Help us to do it. But for now, we ask that you would be our teacher. Holy Spirit of God, teach us from your word. May we remove, may we, may we have the ability to pause and set aside the distractions that keep us and choke the word of God from being effective in our lives. Help us today to think about spiritual hearing and spiritual understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the focal truth around which I want to make my comments around this everyday story of the Lord Jesus is this, that hearing God's Word comes from spiritual understanding. Look, if you have spiritual understanding, you will hear God's Word. When you read it, you'll discover what the Word of God is saying to you. When you hear it preached or taught, you'll you'll have understanding about what the words really mean. How many times have we said in our life before we were saved, when we read the Bible, I'm really not getting anything out of it. You see, it requires spiritual understanding. It, It requires spiritual hearing in order to have spiritual understanding. This is what our Lord is teaching us today. Just because you have heard spiritually in the past does not mean that you're always going to hear spiritually. You might find that your heart and your mind are back in the condition of some of these uh, unproductive places where the seed of the Word of God might fall. And so that's what I want us to talk about today. I want us to hear the story of the Lord Jesus and then understand what He is saying. Uh, Some of the weeks to come, we'll look at these everyday stories and the Lord Jesus won't be as clear about the explanation. It'll require of us to think about it. I mentioned this before, but there are are some very unique parables or stories in the Gospel of Luke. There are well over 50 uh, parables or stories that the Lord Jesus gave in His ministry. He gave a significant amount of His public ministry and teaching time. To sharing these stories. Therefore, it's always important for us as God's people to go back through them. And so we'll look at this wonderful divine order in which Luke has recorded these stories in the days ahead and we'll learn. He's he's doing this among everyday people. How do I know it? We'll look at verse number one. Soon afterwards, the Lord Jesus began going around. How was he going around? He didn't have a car. He didn't have a wagon. He didn't have a horse. He was walking. He was walking on the roadways with his disciples, the apostles and these women disciples all going together with him and the crowds would come along and you can imagine in your mind it was dusty, it was loud, it was confusing, it was noisy, you got one running here and you got dogs over here and you got animals there and the Lord Jesus is walking among them and what's he doing as he is going along the way, isn't this what he's teaching us as a church? as he's going along the way he's preaching the word of god he's declaring the kingdom of god and the reign of god well in verse 4 when a large crowd was they were coming together they the words out here comes jesus here comes this famous one jesus and the crowds are coming they're coming from various cities verse number four and they're going along with the lord they're journeying along with him and so Luke makes a very matter of fact statement. He spoke, he spoke to the crowds by way of a parable. Parable simply means uh, to throw alongside. You know, many of us in this room, if you've learned, uh, in, perhaps you've taken uh, lessons in uh, speaking or you've done public speaking, you know, the importance is you tell stories along with the points you make. You make a point and then you share a story. This is what the Lord Jesus is doing. A story is thrown alongside a truth. Sometimes the story is thrown out first and then the truth is discovered. These are are these everyday stories that the Lord is going to share that we're going to read through. Many of you in this room are very familiar with them. Just because you've had past familiarity with them does not mean that you're hearing them today as you need to hear them. So we find in verses 4, as we read, verses 4 through 8, we have uh, the first observation of the story itself. And then in the verses that follow from verse number 10 down through verse number 15, we have the explanation of this story. Why would the Lord use these stories? As I said, it's to point out spiritual truths, earthly stories with heavenly meanings, there's something about a story that will stick with you. The principles and the ideas of it stick in your mind. It's important for us to understand how to hear these stories properly and we'll look at that in the days ahead. My prayer is that as you leave, boys and girls, some of you will be hearing these stories perhaps for the first time as someone preaches through them and some of you students, the same might be true. Let's don't assume that everybody in this room today or those who hear my voice know all of these stories and understand these stories and how they apply to spiritual life. But if you seek to grow in spiritual understanding, the real matter today is how you are listening spiritually. Now I'm convinced one of the one of the most uh, one of the one of the most frequent phrases used among parents and grandparents this morning. Getting ready to come to church was, are you listening to me? That's what was said. It was said at home. It was said in the car. It's been said in the church house. Are you listening to me? Speaking to children and grandchildren. I'm asking you today, what does the Lord say? Are you listening? He who has ears to hear, let them hear. In fact, I want you to note in your Bible. We'll come back when we apply this in just a moment. I want you to notice these These are three things that the Lord says. Verse number 8. What does he say over and over? He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. I'm going to say it again. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But then you read in verse verse number 18. Take care how you listen. Take care how you listen. And then he says... Those who hear the word of God and do it are my family. Those who hear the word of God and do it are my family. If you're a part of the family of God, if you call yourself a child of God, if you say you're born again, you hear the word of God spiritually, you gain spiritual understanding and guess what you do? You do what you hear. You obey it. You live by that. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a while. But the story itself, what does the story say? The sower went out to sow his seed. Verse 5, read it again with me. And as he sowed the seed, he's sowing it extravagantly. He's, this is a, he doesn't have a sewing machine that you sow with on the back of a tractor or the back of some equipment. He's doing it out of the bag. The old way, the seed in the bag on his shoulder, and the sower is sowing the seed. The seed is being thrown extravagantly, uh, thrown everywhere, indiscriminately, All, all of, the seed is going everywhere. Vast amount of seed being thrown out, and the seed is landing in all kinds of places. Some fell beside the road, as you would expect. He's taking it out of the bag. The seed's falling out. And it uh, it's trampled underfoot. The seed's there in the roadway. People walk over the seed. And of course the birds come and pick up and eat the seeds. Others of the seed, as the sower is sowing it, is falling on the rocky soil. He's not going over to the rocky soil. He's just indiscriminately throwing the seed throwing out the seed this is what preaching and teaching is this is what it is when you read your bible it's throwing out the seed of the word of god some of the seed fell on rocky soil it grew up there was a little soil with the rocky place but it withered away didn't have enough moisture to last verse 6 other of the seed fell on the thorns and the thorns grew up with it and choked it out it may, not, may have looked like for a while the seed was going to make it. But sadly, the thorns were choking out the seed. But other seed fell into what the Lord calls good soil. All of these four describe how you hear. All of these four describe how your mind responds to the truth of God's word. So whether you're reading God's Word or whether you're hearing it with your your ears or whether you're memorizing it or whether you're deeply meditating on it, these are all forms of hearing the Word of God that lead to doing God's Word. This is the goal. Obedience and obeying our Lord and His words starts with what we hear. Some today have chosen not to hear because you think you already know what it says. There were those, I'm sure, among the scribes and Pharisees who wanted to correct the Lord Jesus all the time when he was speaking. They absolutely knew more. And many times we've learned by reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that they were trying to correct the Lord. They weren't listening to the Lord. They were trying to correct the Lord. They weren't hearing God's word in order to apply it to their life and say, "This is for me. What's for me? What do I need to hear from what the Lord's saying?" They've, their their pride, their worries, their cares, their hard heartedness—all of these various descriptions of these first three, whether it be the roadside or the rocky ground or the thorny ground—describe. Hindrances to you and I hearing the truth of God's Word. Is that true for you today? Are your ears in a position? Are you spiritually hearing the Word of God when you read it? Do you read through your Bible and say, Well, I've read my Bible, I've done my duty for the day? But did you hear what you read? Did you hear it as you were reading? Did you take it and apply it to your life? This is, look, the basis of how you live as a Christian is based upon how you hear God's word. This is not a one-time thing. As I said, this is the repeated pattern of our lives we must be hearers of the word of god that's why the lord continues to say can you see him as he's going along the way in all the crowd and all the noise he you know while the lord's preaching and teaching everybody else is talking i don't i don't know if any of you've you know i've had the privilege in years gone by when i was younger you know if you preach in an outdoor setting not, not people aren't as kind as you're being if you preach in an outdoor setting they're yelling and screaming the cars are crashing and people are honking horns and There's chaos and you're trying to preach over the chaos. They're not kind and respectful like you're being today and listening. So the Lord is saying all of this and then can you not hear his voice? He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He who has ears to hear, First Baptist Church. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Or what did our Lord say to the churches in the book of Revelation as he gave those promises? He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Are we listening, church? Are we listening? You see, the Lord reminds us that not everyone hears the same way. The disciples said to him, verse 9, what are we to understand about this parable? This same story, when you read it in Matthew, the question is, why are you speaking to the crowds and stories. Why don't you just tell them? What does the Lord say? He quotes from Isaiah here. This was the condition of Isaiah's day. Isaiah the preacher was preaching to people who had hard hearts, who chose not to hear God's word. The Lord Jesus reminds us here that some will never hear God's word and respond to it. They're in their lostness. They do The natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit. And so he says to them, you, you are disciples. It's granted to you, verse 10, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest, I speak in parables, seeing they do not see, hearing they do not understand. This is the problem. We share the gospel and we think why everybody would want to be saved, but they don't. We share the gospel with people who love their riches who love, their, who love their toys, who love their, who love their uh, lives the way they are with pleasures more than they love God. They don't care about God. They're not concerned about spiritual things. They're not interested in coming, listening to any person stand up and open the Bible and speak about it. They have no spiritual interest. And without the power of God and, and the work of God in their life, people never respond. Thank God that as we heard the gospel... And we had a desire to believe the gospel as we heard the truth of God's word. However it came to you, you came to have a spiritual understanding that Jesus Christ died for your sins and it changed your life. You repented of your sins and believed. So the Lord reminds us here that every day we pass by people who are in various conditions of either listening, ignoring, or refusing to hear the truth about God. That's why you don't need to be offended, hurt, or sad when you've shared the gospel with someone and they laugh at you. Or they tell you that, uh, okay, that's fine. It reminds me of Paul the Apostle. He goes among the philosophers at Athens. We know where Athens is. Paul was there among the philosophers who knew everything, who didn't want to listen to anybody. And after he preached the gospel, you know, there were three responses. Some of them laughed at him and said, you are out of your mind. You are crazy. And they laughed as they walked away. Another group said, well, you know, this is interesting. I'm hearing this, but I need some time. I want to think about this. But another group said, hey, I'm ready to follow Jesus. I'm going with you, Paul. What are we going to do? This is the way it always is, my friends. The roadside hearer, hard hearted. The rocky ground hearer, not enough moist, not enough, not enough seeds have been planted to grow down, to endure, not enough, and they fall away from hearing. They, they're interested in God's Word for a while. They're interested and intrigued by all that we talk about, but they just don't stay with it. They used to read their Bible, but they've come now to put it aside for other things. The thorny ground hearer. Too much going on in life. Too much going on in life. You know, as a pastor, I think if I observe one thing among God's people that keeps them from growing in their spiritual understanding of the Word of God, it is this picture of the thorny ground hearer. Worries, worries, worries. Worries, worries, worries worry, worry, worry. Worry will keep the seed of the Word of God from doing any work in your life. Worry, this battle with our minds, riches. Why, we've got a lot of things to take care of. The goal is to get richer. The goal is to have more. The goal is to focus on what I need to do and project myself out in the future of what I'm going to earn and make and Riches, riches, riches. And the more you have, the more you've got to take care of, the more you've got to spend your time. Riches and then pleasure. Pleasure. Oh, why? I don't know if I like that the Bible says some of these pleasures I have are not good. You see, every person in this room, every person you will meet in this world is in one of these conditions spiritually. But what do we need to remember today? Well, I want us to remember just a couple of things, and I'll be very brief, and then we'll be on our way. As I mentioned to you, the Lord says, number one, uh, He says, if you have ears to hear, hear. You have a personal responsibility to hear. So how do you prepare your heart and your mind, especially your mind, for hearing God's Word? When you're about to read God's Word, do you prepare yourself to read it? Do you prepare it? You know, um, the other day I was out driving uh, here in Dixon and I noticed one of our, uh, one of our men was, was pulling a, a, a tractor behind his vehicle and he had his tiller on the back. Time for the garden, Pastor Mike. Time for the garden. Taking his tiller out to break up the ground, break up the hard ground from all the winter, And get ready to plant the seed. Look, friends, if your heart is not plowed up, there's not any good soil. You've got to take time to repent. You've got to take time to prepare your heart to receive the Word of God. This is an action that we all must take. When you open your Bible, before you begin to read, prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Accept God's word honestly. How did the Lord say it about the good soil? Verse 15, the good soil. It's those who hear the word with an honest and a good heart. An honest and a good heart. We accept the word of God and then we say, oh, wow, this is for me. This is what I need to hear. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. Your ear is for your heart. It is the way you engage in God's Word. It's not a one-time deal. It's the way we do it every day as we read the Word of God, as we come and hear preaching or teaching, as we submit ourselves to these truths and we think deeply about it. We take it and apply it to our life. We say, oh my, I'm reading these words today. What is it that I need for me? And the Holy Spirit begins to say, Mike, here's what you need. Here's what I need you to hear. Here's what the Word of God is saying to you today in your circumstance and situation. And it all leads to me doing God's Word. So how do we listen carefully? Look at verse 8. How do you listen carefully? Well, it's going to take some time, isn't it? You're going to have to take the time to hear God's Word. It's not like instant potatoes. It's not like instant rice. It's not like these instant things in our world. Well, just give it to me, God. Give me the, give me the, uh, the Cliff Note version. Give it to. No, you have to sit down, and you have to do what the Lord says. Take care how you listen. I would ask you this: What else are you listening to? <clears throat> Who else are you listening to? What fills your mind today? Who is influencing you? You see, when you listen to someone, you're influenced by them. When you listen to someone or some group, then you do the things that they talk about. Listen to the promise in verse 18. Whoever has, by careful listening, will have more. Whoever has will have more. Would you like to gain greater spiritual understanding? Would you like to gain a greater ability to understand how to live through the the circumstances of life? Well, then you hear the word of God and you hear it carefully. You hear it listening with caution and care. You pay attention to the words of the Lord. For whoever has, more will be given to him. What a great promise, my friend. The sad thing is that the less you listen spiritually, the less you remember the lessons you've learned in the past. You know, the saddest thing in the Christian life is when you have to go back and relearn a spiritual lesson that you already knew. But you've forgotten it because you've stopped listening. You think you're to the point where you should be the teacher, not the listener. You don't need God to tell you anything from His Word. You've already already read that before. Have you? But did you read it today? Not did you read it yesterday. Did you read it today? Are you listening to the Word of God as you need it for the season of life you're now in? It's not the same as it was the first time you read it or however many times. The Lord is making a great promise here. He's making a great promise that if we are careful in listening, we will gain greater spiritual understanding. That is my prayer for our church. As we come together and study the Word of God, and we do in many ways, you're not just learning facts. You are gaining spiritual understanding to know how to live life in a horribly terrible world. You're learning how to walk with Jesus. You're learning how to live like Jesus. You're learning how to speak like Jesus. You're learning how to have values that honor God and glorify God. But the final thing the Lord says is, here's my family. Here's my family. They hear the word of God and they do it. They hear God's word and do it. You know, what's interesting. You sit down and as a teacher, sometimes you're teaching and people are telling you what they know and they already know this fact and they already know this fact. The question isn't, Whether or not you have a set of facts that you know about the Bible, the question is, do you live by the facts that you know from God's Word? I mean, has it impacted your attitude? Has it impacted? So when we read in 1 John, we're to love one another. That means we're to love one another. That means we're to love one another, even though some of us can be rascals at times. That means some of us cannot be cooperative at times. That means we're going to have to forgive one another. This is what the church does. Do we practice it? Oh, yeah, we love one another. But do you do that? Do we do that? Do we live as doers of the word? For the sake of time, I just read to you. I believe with all my heart that James was greatly impacted by the story of the the sower. And I'll just read to you and then we'll be on our way. James chapter 1. Just listen to these words. Therefore, and many of you know them very well. How do we prepare to hear spiritually? James 1 verse 21. Put aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness. In humility, receive the word implanted. Did you get that? How is the word of God implanted? Like seeds being sown. They fall on your mind and whatever condition your mind is in. That's how they're received. Receive with humility the word implanted. Listen, the word implanted is able to save your souls. To save you from words you shouldn't say. To save you from circumstances and things you shouldn't do. And then what does he say? Prove yourself doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. The saddest thing in the world. You know one of the greatest acts of self-delusion? I know God's Word. But I don't do it. I know God's Word. Why, I've been going to church all my life, preacher. The greatest act of delusion is to hear God's Word and think you know God's Word, but not practice God's Word. So what did the Lord say? But the... The seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. You're going to need spiritual understanding for every season of your life. You're going to need it. You're you're going to need the insight that comes from the word of God And the Holy Spirit, why do we read and study the Word of God? So that we might live by His Word and glorify God in all that we do. To the praise of the glory of His grace, the Lord is near to the door, and we pray, Come, Lord Jesus.